Welcome to the Chamber Neighbors Podcast, a show highlighting Chapin's community and commerce. Now here's your hosts, Greater Chapin Chamber of Commerce President and CEO, Paul Sadler, and Chapin Neighbors Magazine's Daniel Rendelman. This is Daniel with the Chapin Neighbors Magazine. And I'm Paul Sadler with the Greater Chapin Chamber of Commerce. And Paul, first of all, who are we talking to and where are we? Daniel, this is the first time that we have actually taken this show on the road. On the road again? We, yes, on the road again. <laughs> We've got a treat. We are talking to Miss Cassie Pascal at Piney Woods, and we are actually in the principal's office. This is the first time I've ever been in the principal's office and not been in trouble. Yeah, yeah, confession time. Yeah, yeah confession well, time. Well, hello, Principal. Principal, you have to spell principal with a P-A-L. Just, just want to get that out there first before we start and have her speak. Yes. Okay. Miss so Pascal. Anyway. Yes. Welcome. Welcome. Thank you to so much. the Chamber Neighbors podcast. <laughs> We're so glad to have you, and thank you. Uh, we just got a tour of this school, Daniel and I did, and full disclosure, I've been here a time or two. My yes. wife may happen to teach here. Um, yeah, but man, what a great school. What a beautiful school that you have and uh, the culture and the community mm-hmm. that you have fostered here uh, in Piney Woods. How cool is this? And this is right off Amex Ferry Road for anyone that doesn't know already. Right before you get to Timberlake. Yes. Right down the so, road. All right, well, enough about us talking. Yes, we, so, we're, we're not here talking absolutely. about us. Absolutely. So tell us a little bit about yourself, if you will, and, and what do you do? Absolutely. I'm the proud principal here at Piney Woods Elementary. I actually had the honor of building the school. I came out here in June of 2020 when it was just clay and cinder blocks. And then I was able to work alongside the construction team and the architects throughout the entire process of building the school. And we are entering our third year and I've been here the whole time. Man, it is a beautiful school. Just walking the halls just looks like it just opened. It does. Yesterday. It does. It is is kept really clean. So you and your staff have done a great job. I, I thought it was brand new. Literally, like yeah. it, 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 everything. It yeah. smells good. It smells clean. It does. Yeah. It looks it looks amazing. So the principal here. Yes. So uh, what else about you? Your background, I see here on the on the wall, mm-hmm. uh, Presbyterian, yes. USC <laughs> as well. Yes. So So I'm a product of School District 5, and I wanted to, when I got into education, it was very important for me to give back to the community that poured so much into me. And so I actually, my entire family are educators. Hmm. And if you know me at all, you know that I buck the system and I don't like societal norms at all. (laughs) And so I never follow a path. Uh, that I am told to follow. And so I fought education for years and I actually went to PC and I went there because of the mascot because I thought it was hilarious. And I wanted to What is that mascot again? It is a blue hose. (laughs) (laughs) I've always wondered. The blue hose. It is. It's the blue hose. It socks that you wear with your kilt. Oh. 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 Yes. I'm a wealth of useless knowledge. (laughs) The blue hose. Do you wear socks with your kilt? (laughs) Do you? I, I guess we I now know. know. If you're Presbyterian, you do. Or at least go to PC. So. so I got my undergrad at PC, and I went and got my master's in public administration. And I did an internship with this assistant city manager with the city of Columbia, mm-hmm. and I thought I was going to die. 
And so I was like, no I offense cannot, to the city of Columbia. Not yeah. at all. Sorry if you love it and you work there. It's just not my jam. And so it was like a cubicle and it was very, I wanted, I knew I needed to make the world better. Whatever mm. it was, I just needed to have a positive impact. And so I actually, my whole family are educators. So both my grandparents, grandmothers were teachers. Uh, my paternal grandmother, she taught in Detroit in the 1930s in an integrated wow. classroom. And then my maternal grandmother taught in Kentucky in a one-room schoolhouse that she had to ride wow. a horse to through a creek to How get cool to. Is that? They still Do you have ride a horse to work? I don't, but no. I have before. How and cool when I was the principal at Oak Point, I started the year on a horse. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Her cool name was that? Penny. I think she had some attention difficulties. That was a lot of fun. <laughs> I was going to die, but I didn't. I'm still here. Yeah. And um, so, and my parents are educators. My aunt, my uncle, my uncle actually worked at Irma High School. And so I decided to, after succumbing to all the pressure to grow up and get into education, I went actually through an alternative certification route. Nice. And um, started teaching in Florence at Wilson High School. Wow. It's a little different than Chapin. Yes. Just a little bit. A little bit. Well, that's cool. That, you know, I, I love hearing those stories that your family were educators mm-hmm. and, you know, uh, and now you are here at this school is, is, is just awesome that you're following almost in their footsteps and uh, you've been all around District 5, right? Yes, And so tell us a little bit about that and where, where you've been. Absolutely. So I started teaching actually in in Florence at Wilson High School and I lived in Irmo and I drove to Florence every day because at that Whoa. point yeah <laughs> wow that's a drive yeah and because at that point their autism program was one of the best in the state mm. and they needed someone to start the high school autism program so we did a lot of vocational skills and out on job sites but the commute got to be a little bit too much so I mm. became a teacher for children with autism at Irmo Middle and I was there for 4 years and then I got into administration. I never really sought it out. It kind of sought me out. Mm-hmm. And I went over as the administrative assistant principal at Oak Point Elementary. And I went there the second year it opened. I was the administrative assistant principal for two years, assistant principal for two years, and then principal there for six years. Wow. And then they had um, they asked me to go over to Irmo Middle to serve as the principal there for three years. And then they asked me to come over here <laughs> and build Piney Woods. Well, what? It was elementary school 13, but then it became Piney Woods Elementary mm-hmm. in 2020. And there's a story behind the name we want to get to. Yes. Because I've heard this yeah. story, which is fascinating, uh, but also understanding your journey here and the pride that you have in the building, in the school, in the staff. It's, it's just, it really feels contagious. You just, mm-hmm. you, you I, I want to go back to like elementary days. Me too. <laughs> And just I want be to be a, an elementary school student for student. a day. For yes. a day. For a we day. We could start a, a program. We, we could. In this Chamber we, community. We totally could. It could okay. be our next fundraiser. Well, I want to be the principal for a day, too. <laughs> you can have it. Done. Done. Here. Thank you. I am now the principal of Piney Woods Elementary. That's right. I'm chilling. <laughs> I'm done with this podcast. <laughs> well, so... Just so Paul knows, what do you enjoy the most about your work in case he does decide that? Oh, boy. What do I enjoy most yeah. is uh, serving the students. Mm-hmm. Everything I do and every ounce of my being is dedicated to the children I serve. And I love them all as my own. And I tell the parents quite often that we share custody and um, <laughs> that I've got them. 
and yeah. we're in it together. I can attest to that. So when Ms. Pascal was the principal at Oak Point, she had my two children, Ethan and Addison, at Oak Point. And the the sense of belonging, sense of community was there. And, and, and now even here, being a part of the school, Amanda teaching here and um, just being a part of different things that you guys do. It's amazing, one, that you know every single student's <laughs> name. She knows. She does. That's do. not an exaggeration. I'm not just saying that because it sounds cool. She knows everybody's name. Like, hey there, you, come here, Hey, kid. you, come here. <laughs> yeah, hey, not, no, no. She'll call them by name. Joe, Jack, wow. Johnny. Mm-hmm. You know, she knows their name, which is, which is amazing. But the culture that you have fostered here with your students, with your staff, with the faculty here, um, it's just so cool to see that. And you don't see that everywhere. And so kudos, kudos to you. And I know you. It, it shows that you love your job here. Very much and so. I can imagine that being a principal at a school, elementary, middle, or high school, is a lot of work. It is. You put in a lot of time. Mm-hmm. What does Mrs. Pascal do when she's not Principal Pascal? Ooh. That's a good question. Yeah. What do you do? What don't I do? Oh, okay. I like that. Um, I love spending time with my family and my kids. I find the most peace when I'm outside. So Mm. I love to kayak and I love to swim. I love to hike. I'm a big, I like to hike and go on crazy adventures, especially with Alicia, my girl. We always (laughs) go on some crazy we just got back from Lake Jacassi. Nice. So anything that's outdoors is where I find the most right. peace. Because you're inside a lot during yes. the day. And so getting outside mm-hmm. kind of is a, a change of pace. Very much so. For you. But do you get time off? I mean, I've always wondered like a principal, you know, the teachers just kind of dissolve into the, the chalkboard <laughs> at, at the end of every day. But what is it? I mean, principal's 24-7, it seems yes. like. It is. But I've worked really hard. I normally wear a bracelet that says balance. Mm-hmm. So I, this is my, I'm going into my 22nd year in education wow. and my 17th year in administration. So I really have worked hard the last few years to find that work-life balance mm-hmm. because I'm a bit, I'm better at both when I'm more balanced. Mm-hmm. So I do, uh, I can never completely turn it off because emergencies no, happen sure. and I have the honor of serving over 500 children mm-hmm. and over 80 adults. So I'm always, but I do try to kind of balance it. But yeah, I had time off. I go on adventures all nice. the time. I go to that the beach. That sounds like fun. Ooh, I love the beach. I love yeah. Edison. Yeah. yeah. Ooh. So yeah. you mentioned 500 students. Tell us about the name Piney Woods. Why and how did that get chosen? Oh, that. Oh, I get so excited. <laughs> I get so excited about everything. She's excited. I know. I'm excited about everything. So when I came out here, my mom is a historian. And so she retired from the state archives and she's a history professor at USC Aiken. So it's kind of ingrained in me that you need to always know the story, the back, the background knowledge of wherever you're serving or whatever you're doing. So I came out here in the middle of COVID and I reached out to every uh, faith-based leader, um, the mayor, Nicole, uh, the, uh, the chamber. I reached out to everyone and started meeting with them because I've had the honor of serving Dutch work in the Irmo areas, but I've never served a Chapin school until now. So I wanted to know more about the community. And so I started meeting with people and taking copious notes. And then I read the green book, the Chapin book that's green, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and learned a lot about Martin Chapin. And then I started mm-hmm. 
interviewing the multi-generational Chapinites. I see there are two different people, um, mm-hmm. kind of entities out here. Mm-hmm. And so I really focused on the multi-generational uh, people that have grown up here for hundreds of years and learned that this community has actually been called the Piney Woods for hundreds of years. And it started because of Martin Chapin and his lung ailment. So he mm-hmm. lived for many, many years on one lung and he would actually inhale the pine tar because he lived in like New York or and was told by his doctors to come down here and inhale the pine. And wow. so this area has been called the Piney Woods mainly because of Martin Chapin. And like St. Peter's Church is called the Piney Woods Church. And so less than two miles from here was Piney Woods School. And I found documentation from the state archives from like 1900 of when it was open. It's down, um, I think on Firefly. Mm-hmm. And the auditorium of that school still stands. That's awesome. Yeah, so, and it's actually on the property of one of our families who uh, actually gave me a brick over there from oh. the foundation of the original school. And it's gotten me a bunch of pictures as well. So there's a lot of history behind naming the school Piney Woods. It's not just it's like, fascinating. it's not just because there's a pine tree right outside the window here there are a lot of there them. are now um, and, and but there's a lot, a lot of history there are there is so much rich history mm-hmm. out here i would love more people in the community to get to know it mm-hmm. like amex ferry wasn't off this road it was actually mm-hmm. off sandbar and amex ferry didn't get this name until the 70s so if i had named the school amex ferry or the naming committee had wouldn't the people accurate. no it wouldn't have been accurate mm-hmm. and then the people that have grown up here would be that would be an insulting thing right. so the name we really wanted it to honor the history of the area and then the mascot we really wanted it to honor the current present so day. What is the mascot for Piney Woods? Is it a pine tree? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, oh, no, no, no. Pine trees? It's, it's a blue hose. <laughs> that's right. No. Actually, it's purple. A purple hose. It's a purple hose. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Maybe. We do socks out here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's the purple martin. The purple martin. the purple martin. Absolutely. And what's the significance of the purple martin out here? For, yeah, for you and your school. Oh, I don't know. What would be the significance <laughs> of the purple martin? It's one of the largest area purple martin roosting areas in the country. Yes. And um, uh, one of the cool things is we've really embraced our the the mascot and the conservation work that can be done out here. And we've been working with the Audubon Society and the Wildlife Federation. And mm-hmm. we actually have a modus bird tower installed on our on the roof of our school. And we it, didn't see that on the tour. No, we, no, you we gotta didn't. Go on the roof. Ooh, that's the next. That's the next part. Elevator. I and hope. It, and it tracks. <laughs> no, you gotta go on. But it tracks uh, the different birds that migrate through here, and it gives us real time data about the different migratory patterns. Just, just real quick. The thing about the school is, it's not like a school. Like when you think of a school, you know, maybe where you went in elementary or middle school. This, this environment, every inch seems to just exude um, engagement and welcoming relationships and and all the different um, Mm -hmm. uh, feelings as well. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, just walking down the hallway and, and seeing ways that students can not just see, oh, there's some artwork, but engage your senses. You also talked to us about mindfulness mm-hmm. and not just teaching the kids reading, writing, and arithmetic, but mm-hmm. helping them be better citizens when they, when they leave here. But this is for uh, kindergarten through fourth grade. Is that right? Yes, currently. Yes, kindergarten through fourth grade. And I'm a big believer in, in our job is not just to teach the regular content, but to really 
teach the whole child and to make them amazing humans that make the world better. Can, can you describe like the spaces a little bit for our listeners yeah. who haven't been here before? Absolutely. And hey, come tour. Unless you're not nice, then don't. Um, but- <laughs> if you're not nice, you can't come. That's how- right. We have a nice filter here. Yes. How, did how did we make it? it how did it happen? Because you're fun. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, So we have a lot of extended learning spaces throughout our schools. So you have your traditional classrooms, even though we don't really have traditional furniture. And then outside of those classrooms, we have extended learning spaces where students can uh, explore what they're learning and build and work collaboratively. Mm -hmm. Again, that really lends itself to the whole child experience in education. Such a cool place. Mm -hmm. And it's it's unlike any other elementary school that you know I've been a part of, and and the rich history behind naming it Piney Woods, and the mascot, the Purple Martin. You know, you think of other schools in in the district, and you know, I'm sure there was a Silver Fox somewhere around Dutch Fork. I'm sure there was an Eagle around you know Chapin High School, but you can go really down the road here mm-hmm. on top of your roof, apparently, <laughs> um, and see those Purple Martins. Yeah. And uh, what? How cool is that? That. Uh, that's all wrapped into this into this school. So, um, one final thought, Cassie. What what would you like for our listeners? Um, what would you like to leave our listeners with? Any words of wisdom? Absolutely. What you need to know is that all the staff and students at Piney Woods, we truly love uh, the Chapin community. We want to be a part of it. All of our service projects give back to the Chapin community. And all of our students, we've taught them all about like what our name, the name is and why and, and how important it is to be a good steward and to give back to where you live and those you love. And the other thing I'd like the community to know is that every single teacher, every educator, we're here because we love the children. <laughs> and we're definitely not in it for the money. Um, we're in it for... Uh, just to give back and to make children's lives better. And we are always looking for volunteers and people to pour into our children. I think this community would be surprised how many children we serve that do need some additional Mm -hmm. support and love. And we actually have quite a few that, um, quite a few volunteers down, especially from Timberlake area that will mm-hmm. come in weekly and pour into our children. So we're doing it. We love it. And we'd love for you to what be What sort of, of volunteer opportunities are there? I mean, I know that I, you know, spoke with Dr. Johnson and, you know, I was helping read with a mm-hmm. couple of second graders, which was a lot of fun last yeah. school year. Um, are those types of things available still Absolutely, for, for yes. people to come and help and volunteer and have a book buddy or yes that's you can have a book buddy you can actually be a mentor Mm. Uh, you can uh, work with children on basic math facts and fluency you can just come i cannot they need to work with me (laughs) Uh, you can come eat lunch with them Hmm. unless you're not nice and have a nice filter (laughs) but we're any, if you'd like to participate in our career day, if you'd like to participate in our first responders parade or our Veterans Day mm-hmm. celebration, we're always looking to extend the walls of our school into the community. And I think that's so important to to show these kids that there is a lot out there. Mm-hmm. With career day, I know that Mayor Coon and I came and talked to the fourth graders 
And what a hoot that was. That was a ton of fun. We brought little beach balls. I'm not stealing the show. We brought little beach balls. Yeah. And we gave it to them. And they made us sign all the beach balls. They're like, can we get your autograph? I'm like, yeah. I felt like I was Derek Jeter on the Yankees. Man. Signing every beach ball. Uh, Mayor Coon was signing the beach balls. That's we were funny. celebrities for a day. Yeah. It was a lot yes, of fun. Yes, they were. It was huge. Thank you so much Absolutely. for talking with us, for hanging out with us. Thanks for the tour. This is great. Uh, if you want to learn more, if you're nice, you can come here <laughs> and talk to Ms. Pascal. We'd love for you guys to volunteer here. Uh, come read to some students. Just engage yeah. and get involved. Is, is there uh, a website them. or just people to pop by? Or what's the best way to, uh, to kind of engage? If they email me or um, my assistant principal, Julie White, you can find our information on the website. We'll get you connected to the bright person. Okay. We'll awesome. drop that information uh, in the description. Yep. Here. Perfect. Sounds good. Thank you, Ms. Pascal. Thanks Thank for joining you. us. This has been the Chapin Neighbors Podcast, where we highlight all that makes our community special. We hope you enjoyed our time together. Please like, subscribe, and share the Chapin Chamber Neighbors Podcast.